When you're walking through a town or city, what do you notice? Shops, cafes, schools, churches? With the busyness of people walking alongside and past you and the noise of traffic, how often do you stop to take a proper look at the buildings we see every day? It's worth doing because you may discover some delicious hidden pieces of history. In the same way that Ireland is full of fabulous ghost signs, signage for businesses, public buildings, and industries long since forgotten, so too are hints and clues into our past attitudes towards sexuality. So let's talk about one of them. And today on Our Sexual History, we have comedian, voice actor person, YouTube person, Davey Riley. Hello. Is I, there anything I missed? No, I've never had voiceover person thrown in, but I, I literally just told you about some voiceover work. I yeah. Did, so that makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, that's all sufficient. Thank you. Okay. Podcaster. Podcaster. Yeah, yeah. There we go. For various other things. Cool. Yeah. Um, avid donut eater. That was such a good donut. <laughs> I like to treat my de- guests to donuts because we have offbeat donuts just across the street from where we're recording. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Sheila Nagig. Yeah. Who is Sheila Nagig? Or what is Sheila Nagig? The general consensus seems to be nobody really knows. And I really <laughs> love that this is something that's existed for hundreds of years and people don't have a like a solid idea of what it is. There are uh, grotesques that are often found in churches or castles of uh, women. This, the Catholicism in me is now really going to, really going <laughs> to... Uh, Put the kibosh on, on my way in, On my way into this, I was like, yeah, this will be okay. I was like, you're going to have to say words you never say out loud to people ever. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, no, okay. So is a grotesque who is a lady who is pulling apart her her vagina vagina her exaggerated vulva and with le- legs sort of splayed and they're often found over doorways or carved into things and people don't know 100% why what they are there's so many different theories on what they are and I, I that's what I really like about them yeah do you want to tell us about some of the the cool theories about where where she came from well, the name. No one has a clue what the name means. Um, yeah. So I have Sheila uh, Nguik oh. is 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 one of the things that they think it comes from, which would mean Julia of the breasts, uh, <laughs> which I think is a nice awkward uh, phrase. But she never. Uh, they never really include breasts in the carvings. It's 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 very yonic focused. Uh, yeah. Uh, carvings. Um, the conflicting reports are that they're like to ward off spirits and mm. like as a sign of fertility but then people are like oh but the church would have put them there to be like look at women are evil yeah so it seems to be uh a case of uh cultural reappropriation on the part of the church as they are wont to do of being like oh this thing that you guys are real fond of we're gonna take it and use it for our own thing but we're gonna put a spin on it um so i think it was a, a pagan like fertility symbol or like warding off evil and then the church just were like nah that's a bad thing or was it a bad thing or do you think maybe um because i know like a lot of the like monks and stuff back in the day were were trying to encourage people to convert to christianity oh yeah maybe that like 
hey, we're the sexy religion. We're the sexy religion. We've got this Come lady who clearly doesn't give a fuck and is pulling her vulva apart. Um, yeah. Because if you notice, like, a lot of church doorways are very kind of vulva-shaped. Yeah, little, mm. So maybe, I don't know. What, uh, like, I, what, I, what, what do you hope is, is the meaning behind it? Um. Well, all I can think about now is the next funeral I go to, I'm going to be just very distracted. Um, Looking for Sheila's. Look at that sexy door. Uh, <laughs> it's like a George O'Keefe painting. Um, I, What I hope it is, uh, is that it originated as a warding off evil thing because it's kind of like, look at this. This is where the power is. Yeah. Get, you know... Satan get behind me kind of thing. <laughs> I really like that I that like you see it in other cultures as well where uh women and and in particularly uh like the vagina is held as like because it's the life giver. So mm. I love that they're like oh how how nerdy do I want to get with this? Go it's, super nerdy. Okay, it's kind of like in Power Rangers when they're like, oh, we, we're losing here. And then they're like, okay, we need to get our Zords. And the Zords are going to lose. And they're like, okay, we need to get Megazord. And then they'll yeah, form. And, and they they're like, this isn't up. even doing it. And then like the White Rangers, his Zord will come and they'll do their back-to-back, rarely seen <laughs> where they double morph up, where the, the, the Eagle will come in. And you're like... Boom, that's it. Like, that's the ultimate power. So it's kind of <laughs> like that. It's kind of like the Super Megazord. They're like, oh, there's so much evil and nothing is doing it. Like, don't worry, guys, I got it. Lift skirt. That, evil I think, goes. is going to be my new nickname for my downstairs Lady Bonanza, even though that's a nickname. I'll just call it, the, like, the Super Megazord. The downstairs Super Megazord. Lady Bonanza. <laughs> Lady Bonanza. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a raffle prize. Oh yeah, this was the when I was researching this. This is what I really liked. So uh, the word gig in Northern England uh, in old timey times was like uh, slang for vagina. Was it? It was like uh, so. Sheila in the gig would be like, she loved the vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of right. It, now this is where I really like it. The modern Irish slang of G-I-G-H, mm. which would come from, would be similar to gig, but would be pronounced gee. Yeah. So I think that's where gee comes oh. from. Oh, oh, yes. Oh my God. Right? Okay. Yes. That sounds, is it like an etymologist that does the, um, the origins of words? This is, yeah. Bar- uh, Barbara Freytag, who, uh, did a book called Sheila and the Gigs Unraveling the Enigma. Yeah. Um, I would have gone with pulling apart the enigma. Uh, just <laughs> but uh she has a chapter devoted to the etymology of Sheila and the Gig and in it she's like, Oh, there's all these things. Um but then finds that uh gig was a northern English slang and is very similar to the Irish slang of gig. That's G I G H, which I, I presume I mean this isn't she then doesn't go and then people say gee now, but yeah. I'm presuming that that's where it comes from. Yeah. And I really love that. I was like, Oh wow, okay. <laughs> we, can, we can kind of figure out where gee came from because I have wondered that for ages. Like, yeah, where... that's yeah, that's something. Um, when I first moved here twelve years ago, I like I just I loved Irish slang so much because it was just so ridiculous and so different to what I was used to, and and just gee, it sounds like something that should be 
so innocent. Like, it just sounds like a very innocent word, but, like, used in context, it's, like... <laughs> it's so good. Uh, last year, not to go off on a tangent, last year at the Vodafone Comedy Festival... Oh, it was last year. Could be two years ago. It was two years ago. Uh, Nick Kroll was talking about his karate gi mm. and the crowd lost it. He's like, oh, I was just... And he didn't know why. Did and someone tell him? Someone explained him it to him after the show. And then the next night, he got to that point, he's like, my karate gi... But because he said it kind of knowingly, yeah. nobody laughed. Yeah. They were like, nah. <laughs> we know you know. It's only funny when you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Before we started, you showed me a photograph, which we'll, we'll mm. put up on the in the show mm. notes. I'll get the, uh, the word for it. Yeah. Um, but just to explain the photograph, first of all. It is a photograph. It's a, it's a, it's a plate sketching from 1700s. Uh, La Fontaine is the name of it. I can't remember the name of the artist. And it is a lady who, as I'm looking at the photo, has very small feet. Look at those little feet. She has very small feet, but I can't feet. tell if it's just she has small feet or she has, like, like nice, meaty thighs. I was going to say, I was going to say unreal thighs, but, yeah. yeah, let's just go nice, meaty thighs she, rather than, like, yeah. look, at, look at those <laughs> thighs. Just explain what's happening in this photo. She's in some sort of barn or else just old-timey house, and there is a devil there. Uh, he's got wings and, like, goat feet. Um... And she's lifting up her skirt to show him her vagina. And he is just recoiling in horror. Or and just very surprised. Like he's never seen one before. Oh, I think he's terrified looking. Yeah. Like, that is a... I can relate to that face of like, <laughs> oh my God, what is this? I'm I'm out of my depth. Um, there's, a, there's a relatable teenage face. Um, but she just has this great smug look. Yeah. Maria like, what are you going to do now, pal? Like that was her. You, you got nothing. Like that's her trump card. So um, there's there's like two ways that you can you can read this um, this illustration. Yeah, it's either she's got all the power in this situation, mm-hmm. in, in that like vaginas are so awesome that they ward off evil. Yeah, or that they're so scary <laughs> that they but would even scare the devil. That is even the, the devil is like scared of them. Have you seen teeth? No, I haven't seen Teeth. Watched it on Halloween a few years ago. It's uh, yep. <laughs> a couple of teenage boys watching that. You're like, oh, this is, this so, is terrifying. So, so that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no. Um, there. So that the lifting up of the skirt. There's a phrase for it. I'm just trying to find it now. Uh, while I'm looking for it, I will mention that the Sheila gigs aren't necessarily always female. In Ireland, however, they just seem to be female. Okay. Um, across Spain and uh, South France, where they seem to have originated, there's more uh, more phallic ones and some in, uh, that are a little more bestial. And the fact that those kinds haven't made it to Ireland or never haven't, as if they're going to, uh, <laughs> next, they're next year's burritos. Like, they're the thing we're going to latch on to uh, the, that that seems to confuse people as well as to why only the the female representation have made it to Ireland yeah. um, Ireland has 101 known ones and it's the most in the world most surviving ones um, there's like 30 or something in England um, so is that do you think that's because we were like particularly slutty and they really needed to ward off like our sins? They're like they the Normans came over and they're just like, Jesus, these people are riding all over the place. See, this is the thing. They're almost exclusively found in Anglo Norman areas in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um and in 
traditional Irish or like say I don't know what the word would be I don't want to say ethnic Irish but like whatever not Anglo-Norman settled areas where they're less uh, often found so as a result of that people think that they may have come with the Anglo-Normans from France and Spain um, another theory that people who do the Santiago the Compostilla the, the Camino yeah. um, would have seen them while doing that pilgrimage and then as they were just walking back would have just started doing it like just <laughs> just I don't know I think it was like I don't want to say it was the original drawing of cock and balls on things because people but have been drawing cock and balls on things for, since like Pompeii yeah, beforehand yeah uh, but I think so just the theory of people who just saw them like oh that's a cool thing to do <laughs> and bring it home it's like when you see someone on like like a souvenir almost yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, or you see someone on like i don't want to say cribs but like um <laughs> extreme makeover like changing rooms and it's like oh michelle spent her summers in spain as a kid so her sitting room has a spanish flair and it's just yeah. a bunch of sheila and gig wallpaper <laughs> all over the place um extreme makeover church edition oh my god that was so good um <laughs> See, I actually, I, I, don't, I, I can't even think myself why the, not that I should know better than these experts, but <laughs> why the male and bestial forms didn't make it over mm. this far. Um, uh, and I, I, yeah, I'd also be curious to know how much the church, when they were sort of setting up, if they saw someone were like, destroy them, like what their, like what their attitude was, because they found some that are like sideways or upside down. Yeah. And they just seem to be repurposed bricks. Yeah. So there is like a, uh, we should destroy it, but that's a pretty good rock. We, that's already been <laughs> cut out. So just build with it. You don't want to waste the stone. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's local stone. There's like, a good culturism still to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Can I tell you about my, my favorite example of Sheila Nagig? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's one in Crumlin. There's one in Crumlin at a church um, that isn't an ancient one. It was one that was done actually quite recently because um, there was a bunch of lads on a FOSS course who were restoring like a church in Crumlin. And so they just like carved a Sheila and a gig into the into the church they were restoring. Oh, my God. Did so they, we're going there after the show. <laughs> did they know they were doing it or were they like? I, like they had to have known. I, I, I Like... I don't know. It, it would be, uh, it would be really funny though if they just put a sneaky Sheila in a gig without telling the church. That'd be great. Yeah. So when I was like doing a bit of like Google and Wikipedia research <laughs> for this episode, um, I was like looking up like examples of Sheila yeah. gigs. I was like, I wonder if there's any like in Dublin. There's like, oh, there's one in Crumlin. That's one I can easily get to. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was like not an original Sheila in a gig done by some lads on a FOSS course. I mean, FOSS needs to have been around for forever, so it could have... <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Foss. <laughs> I'm looking up more Sheila Nagig things here. I love the faces. That's the thing that I really like in all of them. She does not give a fuck. She's so just like, <laughs> hey. Like, it's kind of like, do you know you see like a stag party in like Temple Bar? And, and guys grabbing like, their crotches. Yeah, or one of them might be like pissing against a wall, but he'd be pissing outwards and he'd be like, hey, I'm <laughs> Like that, just that stupid like arrogance. <laughs> Just a cockiness. 
she she lives on tour. Yeah, but she's just like, wait, <laughs> look at my gay, and you're like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Check Everyone out my should gig. be worshiping. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I like that a lot of them are over doors. Like I like the like oh, some good <laughs> good symbolism there. Or she's just like, get in here, lads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or ladies. Yeah. There seems to be Sheila gigs around the world, but they're not called Sheila gigs, but they're just a very similar shape. It's a lady, legs open, pulling herself, and everyone's like, this is unbelievable. Did, this is a fertility symbol. Does she have other names? Yes. Or is it- she's got loads of names. Uh, Sumerian, Babylonian, and Akkadian uh, fertility goddess, um, and the deification of the female sex organs, okay. uh, called Ninima. Um and the name comes from uh, the Sumerian word for goddess, Nin and Ima, which is uh, water that created everything. So I suppose uh, life-giving. Um, it's which, a whole kind of Mother Earth sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I found this other one called a Dilukai. My uh, my Palauan isn't great. Um, so apologies to any listeners over in Palau. Um, and it is this. So it's very similar. Oh, right. yes. So, then that comes from uh, female figures that will protect villagers' health and crops to ward off evil spirits. So, very similar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, oh, ritual specialists had to carve them. Um, and if they, oh my God. So, sorry. Um, so, they're wooden carvings. These aren't stones. So, these are sort of wood carvings that were then placed places. Um but if the rules of the carving weren't adhered to, the carver and the chief of the clan were executed. What? Yeah. They were like, you cannot, if you make a mistake while carving this life-giving vulva, we're putting you to death. Taking their, their artwork very seriously. Right. Um, but I really like this explanation for what the Dulukai is. Mm. It was named after uh, named after a woman of that name. She was the sister of a of a man, a troublesome man called Atam Matiuk, um, who was chased out of the uh, chased out of the village because he was nothing but trouble, uh, and they didn't want him back. So then they carved these things and put them around because in that culture it was forbidden for a brother to see his sister's genitalia. So as a means to keep him away, oh. they put his sister's genitalia everywhere, which <laughs> is so extreme. Um, I finally looked up that word. Can you give that word a crack? Ooh, um, anaserum? A- ana- anaserma? Anaserma? I don't, yeah, I I would say like, yeah. There's so many turns in the words. I know, lots of lots of vowels going on yeah. there. Um, I just remind people again, like what that is. It is uh, the, the gesture of lifting up the skirt or kilt. Great. There you I, go. I get there's a word for it. Um, <laughs> So that would have been what the, the lady skirt is. or kilt. So, yeah, yeah, like this gentleman. There you go. With his his prehistoric genitals. Uh, it's 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 different to mooning. There's a differentiation between this and mooning. I think it is just purely a front and back situation. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, what would you call it if you lifted it up like all the way around? So it's a a moon and an anasirma. So, like, if you Lifted and then spun. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, or is there room to make up a word? 
there is, and that's what I was gonna do. You can you can cut out me being like, uh, <laughs> um, make it make me look real quick and sharp and funny. Uh, I was gonna say like Luna Serama, yeah, because it like, ah that yeah. would be good, yeah. But I, I I wanted to see where the word Anna was coming from. Oh, Anna is up or against, and then Serama is skirt. So yeah, up skirt. Upskirt though is a different thing. That is a different thing. It's the uh, it's creepier. Yeah. Um. Do you think really the, it's kind of the opposite of like it's uh, my upskirts are the absolute opposite of yeah. of of like Sheila and the gigs even because it's like this is this thing on a pedestal that is fighting evil as opposed to like ah we got a picture of your shame button um, your shame button I don't know that was just I'm <laughs> never going to say those words again. Even in other contexts, <laughs> I, I I have this idea in my head of the shame button just being like this big red shiny button, and when you press it, it goes ar, ar. Like kind of like the the shame bell in Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> which I like. I totally use now when I'm like trying to like shame my friends. I'll just be like, oh, shame bell, bing bong. Have you got a shame? Oh, you don't actually have a real. No, bell. I just like I just my mouth is the shame bell. I like how you 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 gestured like an analog <laughs> bell, like a. Like a ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling, but you went just on bing-bong, bing like just <laughs> proto-digital bell. Um, back to the lady who was showing off her genitals to keep her brother away from the town, right? Yeah. This is where I thought that the church could have been repurposing the Shulanit gigs, is because the Christian missionaries in Palau, uh, they hated these carvings. Okay. So then they repurposed them to show that women were immoral and that... Uh, uh, sex was shameful. So, so churches a, are assholes. Yeah, so there's a precedent of Christian missionaries repurposing these things. So I would, I don't see it as being inconceivable that they did the same here. Um, uh, Do you think there was a group email sent out that just said, hey lads, like we're taking these and we're going to use them for our own evil reasons now because we're the church? Yeah, probably. Have you seen Young Pope? I've seen clips of it. It's class. Right? It's 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 super great. It's yeah. super Catholic. I love it. I love it so much. It's just I really like the Vatican. I used to be quite religious until I was like eighteen. So I just really like the Vatican and the whole mystery around it. You're like, oh, what is going on in there? Yeah, evil. The, like the it's just pomp and it's kind of like the, um, the, the, the the Freemasons as well. Like the the oh yeah, like I. I know where the Freemasons Hall in Calvin is and I know when they have meetings and I'm always like, I just want to try to catch somebody going in so I can be like, hey, can I come in? Have you ever done the tour in Dublin? No. It's really That's good. near enough here, isn't it's it? It's up on Molesworth Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they do um, tours during the summer and you can like book your own like private tour if you have like a group of like maybe like 10 or more or something. It's always really popular on culture night. Like it's yeah. the one they're like, oh, we should go to this this year. It's always so busy. I've um I've I've done the tour twice and it's like it's still like just as entertaining. And like the last um the last one I did, there was kids on the tour. There's like maybe five kids on the tour, and they were asking the best questions. There, <laughs> we went into like one room, um, and this kid was just like constantly raising his hands, like to the to the point where like the the tour guide I think was getting like a little annoyed with the kid and the kid was like excuse me excuse me are you in the Illuminati and I was just like yes yes that kid, kid. Right. <laughs> and, um, and, the, and the guy was like no the Illuminati doesn't exist I'm like that's, that's what not they'd say. I know that's exactly <laughs> what you they'd say yeah so um, it's hilarious the, but in the young pope there's a there's a there's a statue of of there's a kind of like a Sheila McGuig style statue mm. in the pope's office that 
they they mentioned as came from Africa or one of the missionaries. But he 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 ends up the, the the priest in the Vatican who takes all the confessions. He manages to like, hey, tell me all the things the other people are saying because I'm yeah. the Pope, and he's like, oh well, you know, Cardinal whatever has immoral thoughts about this statue. So then, anytime he's in with like in with the young Pope, and he looks over at the statue, he's like, hey, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Stop looking at that statue. It's just, it's just this little like. That's great. Yeah, um, I love that. It, like the Vatican's just so gossipy. Do you think maybe that the Shinigigs were like, okay, bold pagans? Yeah. But look, we'll put them in the church anyway, and we'll be like, bold. Don't be, don't be looking at this. But then the priests can just, you know, sort themselves out afterwards. <laughs> probably. I mean, they probably if they they could have just been like just put it in your inside i mean if we're gonna speculate about the church like that's a fun thing to do yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah I, I really want to find more of these around ireland and it's it's funny that it's it's one of those things like the first time i heard about it was like a few weeks ago and then you messaged me and mm. you were like have you ever heard of sheila sheila gig and i was like it only had just entered my consciousness right and like everybody i ask about I'm like, have you ever heard of a Sheila and a gig? And like the vast majority of people are like, no. So I wonder like how um, how it kind of like slipped through the cracks of like pop culture. And like it's only now. Why do you think it's just becoming more popular now? Um, I don't know. My friend Owen told me about them last year when I was. No, it was before. I, and this is the thing. I was trying to remember why I know them. And I just remember my friend Owen telling me about them. No like I can't remember the line or two before him telling me like mm. I don't know what brought it up I don't know if I was like hey man you know Gargoyles is on Netflix I don't know if I was just talking about <laughs> the stupid inane shit that I'd talk about and like Gargoyles like, like the cartoon yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Keith, Keith, <laughs> Keith David uh, but um, there's a difference obviously between Gargoyle and uh, Grotesque uh, I think it's is there there is yeah Gargoyle is one that's uh it it has to do with whether or not it is a decorative piece or if it is one that uh, allows water to flow off the roof. Okay. There is a... So would a gargoyle let water off the roof, I'm assuming? Yeah, I think... Um, yes, so a, a gargoyle is a, is a specific kind of grotesque with a spout designed to convey water from a roof and away mm-hmm. off the side of a building. So a gargoyle is one that the water comes out of. You learn something new every day. Yeah. But I feel like there was a missed opportunity not to incorporate Shulna gigs as gargoyles because... Oh, my God. Right? Yes. Right? And people could stand underneath and get blessed. <laughs> That's how baptism should be done. Oh, my God. Yes. Right? I think I... I it's hugely missed opportunity. Dear Catholic Church, we want you to do this uh, now. Just dear architecture people, architects around the world, moving <laughs> forward, all building. Like, I want to see an episode of Grand Designs where Kevin McLeod just rocks up and someone's like, yeah, over this door, we're, uh, <laughs> we're going to put a giant sheet in a gig. He's like, what? So it's a lady pulling her vagina apart. See, like um, original gonna, features, it yeah, has character. It's going to be both functional and a water feature, and it's going to keep evil away from the house. There so it's also go. our security system. And it's just, oh, it's so good. I, 
It seems like a, it nearly what seems too What do you think obvious. Kevin McLeod would say about that? Because you know how he has like his little monologue at the end where he like talks either shit about the house or he raves about the house. What do you think Kevin McLeod would say about the Sheila Nagig gargoyle spout? I think he would praise its uh, innovativeness. Yeah, innovation. Um, but he then criticizes it for the cost. Be like, oh, we had to... I mean, yeah, while it looks pretty and it's functional, we had to travel back to the pre-Christian era of Ireland to get this. So, I mean, the cost in time travel, like he'd... The cost in time travel. Time traveling. Not like, that, not that, you know, you, you could find one nowadays. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, but yeah. you got to go back to the, like, the original because that's what everyone, everyone on Grand Designs like... Oh, well, we, this is this door was actually the original. You're like, just buy a new door, weather it. Like, just stop. <laughs> Shabby your, chic. Your kids aren't going to college because of this door. Like, um, I think be okay with it. This door was a, thir- a third of the cost of the whole fucking house. That always really got me when they when there would be like a couple who was like really stuck on one element of the house that just had to be a certain way and it ended up being shit and like costing loads of money oh me me my house madonna and him we were watching it we're always just like you've got small kids you've got stop stop <laughs> like and there's another one on the way yeah it's just yeah. like <laughs> oh i know you want this fancy roof but you've already admitted you could get this other slightly less fancy roof for 30 grand less but you got your heart set on it you're like you wanted the local slate yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, your kids aren't going to go to college now. Or, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm after just finding that. Uh... Oh no, it's missing. Oh, uh, never mind. I got, I got a uh, real excited. So, uh, as a list of the Sheila gigs around Ireland, there was one like, oh, in the Clare Island Abbey. Um, I go to Clare Island every summer. I have done it for the past 20 years, so I know it super well. So I was like, holy shit, there's one there and I didn't know about it. Cool. But seemingly it's a... I guess there's loads in Kilkenny. It was um, I mean, interesting... Kilkenny's mostly just churches. That they're, um, that they're found in a lot of like Norman... Air, like Anglo-Norman area mm. churches. Um, but there's only one in Wexford and Wexford was like a Norman stronghold. Um, there's only one there. There's only one there, apparently. Um, and I think it was even taken out of the church to like be put on display, like in a museum or something. Like I think its status is like technically like missing. Yeah, this one is condition missing. Yeah. The gable wall of the church. I'm gonna look for that when I'm over next. Yeah, apparently there is. Sorry, I'm like obsessed with Wexford because like that's where my my boyfriend's from. Okay, and I I love it. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, so the the one down there is now in the National Museum in Dublin. So we can go have a look at it, and we don't have to travel all the way to Kilmacie. Here's one that seems supposed to be in Wexford. Yeah, that's the that's one I'm looking one. at. Yeah, so that one that one's in the museum up the road. Oh, Kilmacie. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting. I wonder how many of them are on gravestones that people aren't aware of. Because, like, you you see graveyards all over the country that are like two, three hundred years old. Yeah. And the, just through weathering, the headstone is just smooth, or you can't really make out night. Yeah. I wonder if people. Oh, that would be like a really fun day out. Just go out to like loads of graveyards. Just and, like... doing uh like <laughs> etchings. Yeah. Oh, not 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 here. Just another <laughs> loving father. 
We should put Sheila in the gigs, right? We should put Sheila gigs over the maternity hospital entrances. Oh my god. With like a baby Sheila in a gig coming out of the original Sheila. Don't say gig? baby Sheila in a gig because then that's <laughs> that's a baby doing it. <laughs> okay, point taken. Yeah. <laughs> Go no. Babies having babies. Um, but she does kind of look like very like she's she bald. never has hair. Yeah, she never has, has hair and like cherubesque. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Uh, yeah. There's no secondary sexual uh, characteristics. No, you know, just there's no the, like formed the breasts. Vulva. There's no pubic hair. Maybe that's what they were trying to tell people. It was like if you have these sexy babies. If no, if you if you have like too much sex, you will <laughs> you, you will start to you'll get Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> but your vagina will stay the same size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know how like um. Like since the fucking dawn of time, or the since the dawn of like fucking feminism, hmm. like people have like pushed back against feminism, and they're like, you know, if you are a feminist, you'll be ugly, and no man will want you. Yeah, yeah. maybe that was kind of their their gig. Uh, hey, um, where they're saying like, if you have too much sex, or if you have like any sex, yeah. like no one will want you because your vulva will be like all like splayed open and. Splayed a strong. It'll be like throwing a hot dog down O'Connell Street. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of really just want to go out and find loads now. Um, We can go like like the National Museum's up the road. We can just go over there now. Oh yeah, that's not as exciting if it's like oh they're all in one place. There's less adventure. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I I I want to know. I just would like to know why the if if people reckon that oh these were brought from Spain France up at what point were people like man I am sick of carving cock and balls like I am just no more of that like where the like I suppose a Volvo would be easier to carve because it's just a very basic shape just yeah just can you dig into the same bit a few times <laughs> um but like like if there was a map plotting Sheila gigs across Europe mm. and if you went really disgustingly binary color coding system with like say pink and blue just been like yeah i know i know i know i know all right and it just so if it was like a male shilling gig or female shilling gig and just see where the fade was like where where the the male ones stopped cropping up that would be interesting yeah because they just so you'd be like oh well maybe the, whoever looked after that land or like that landowner or whatever bishop it was was like Bah he was insecure about his penis so he was like I don't want all these little stone carvings being bigger <laughs> than me so no more Um, or if it was just a oh, these are making fun of men nobody's yeah. out make fun of men like where culturally did it end yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just because with Ireland being mostly or like all women Sheila gigs it would have travelled up across Europe because Ireland being out the edge of Europe always got stuff last mm. so just like where the where the point of it being coming purely female rather than male or, or bestial where that would have faded off just out of curiosity would have been like oh I would I would love for Sheila gigs to like make a modern comeback like I would, I would love for people just to like you know not supporting vandalism or anything, but like 
People should go kind around of, carving. People should go around and carve, <laughs> like shooting the gigs into things. Like the Foss guys. Yeah. Well, you know what? As you said, right, people are all cock and balls everywhere, right? Yeah. And it's never not funny. I don't I know <laughs> I know it's immature. It's always funny. Yeah? It's it's just a real like nostalgia to being a child. My god, that's hilarious. But drawing like a vagina, way easier. Like way easier. Why is that? But I suppose thing? like drawing a Sheila in a gig, you have to draw like the whole like person. I tried drawing uh it's in my notebook. I tried to draw <laughs> one yesterday. While sitting in Clement and Pico, I had like a page open on my tablet of like Sheila and gigs, and then I hear drawing one, I'm like, Well, I can never come back here because <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I just because there is, a, they do. It does seem to be a phenomenon across the world. Phenomenon mm. across the world under different names and guises and for different reasons. But it all seems to be uh, originating from uh, a worshiping or, or the deification of the the female sexual organs, um, which I think is baller. Uh, probably a better word to use, but uh, I think that's class. Yeah. Um, so maybe if like the feminist movement like co-opted it for modern day, oh. that would be so deadly. Yeah, you're so good. Let's make that happen. Come on, repeal the eighth campaign. Yeah, more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more that, Oh my god, that'll be my next protest poster. Sheila gig. Just like a giant Sheila gig. Yeah. We should get right. Okay, here's what we do. We clear our schedule for the next few months. Right, we just like. Okay, year twelve months. We're going to need twelve months, and you know, in like. Paddy's Day Parade there's always like the cool like Celtic uh, like characters but it's always like one person's got a stick that controls an arm and there's another yeah, po- yeah, yeah. like it takes like a team of six or seven people yeah we just make a shield and a gig out we- of that and we walk up O'Connell Street and we sort of like Ooh. Will- and then someone's got like the vagina on on sticks so then it opens up oh my god this is the best idea ever okay St. Patrick's Day Festival statement about what comes out I water water clearly the water of life yeah um and we get to shoot the crowd perfect crowd (laughs) with water guns (laughs) just have like three or four people come out and like shoot the crowd with water guns yeah yeah, yeah. that sounds like a great idea okay St. Patrick's Day Festival and fall to Ireland we're going to need some funding um Davey and I need to take time off to make this happen um thank you for your support yeah (laughs) and on that note i think we should wrap it up um you we look forward to seeing you at next year's saint patrick's day festival we'll be the ones getting arrested yep (laughs) we could go around eating small children we could (laughs) consume people yeah cool on that note (laughs) davy riley thank you so much for coming in thank you for having me of Our Sexual History was produced today by Alan Bennett. Our music is created by Shane O'Sullivan and Sheena Flynn did our artwork. If you enjoyed this podcast, do us and yourself a favor by subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, have a listen to some of our other great podcasts in the Headstuff family. I'm on a recent episode of the Allison Spittle Show and we had the most ridiculous conversation about bog oak and why cows make me feel like I'm a failure. I think you'll love it. Finally, as we're in the second season of Our Sexual History, we're looking for sponsors. If you'd like your company to feature alongside fun, informative, dirty talk, please get in touch with us at sexhistory at headstuff.org.
This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.